This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves to fire that. What's it going? This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. We are back. Welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I am your host covering everything sport, international and local. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app Charger Broadcasting Authority, or even if you're tuned in live on YouTube on Pulse95Radio. Thank you very much for jumping in with me on the hour, which is the only place to be at three, as we say. Shout out to everyone who's tuned in on the Instagram live. Let's, let's see. We've got Cool Out Breathing, Masoud, Sarah, Shayma. Florin, Musab, Nimr, Kulthum, Nashat, Ammar, Hussein, Murad, Isa, and Anita. There you go. See, I'm trying to get you all in uh, in the album. I'll tell you one thing. So on the show today, Matt Cole has been changing lives for over two decades. His approach and philosophy has helped many people get healthier, fitter, and safer. And he was responsible for designing the UA Fitness Championships for athletes all around the world to compete in and continues to design incredible programs to help people. Now, I've been chasing him. Let me tell you, I've been chasing him for a while now. And he's a friend of mine. So I've been chasing him for a while now because he's a busy guy. And the fact he's going to be on the show today is such an honor because he's a legend. And I can't wait for you guys to meet him on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves to fire that Portugal! This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host, coming everything sport, international and local. Thank you very much for joining me today on this fine Monday afternoon. Right, okay, so, Mako is someone I uh, have admired for a very long time. He's someone I look up to in the health and fitness industry, so it's a great pleasure to have him here on the show. Matt, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Omar. It's, Thank you. it's great to have you here, man. Thanks. I'm, I'm so happy that you're here, and now that you are here, I'm going to pick your brain on a lot of things. Go for it. Okay, great. So, the, one of the segments we're doing today is the Did You Know segment, and I know you know a lot. So, I'm going to try and pick your brain on that and see what we can get out of you today. Okay. Okay. I know we can talk We can talk forever. Um, if you want to get close to the mic. Yes. There you go. I know you can talk forever, but I'm going to try and even simplify that even more because I want to get a lot of content, all right? Tell me about breathing. So, breathing. Breathing, um, usually about 30% of the Western population breathe correctly as they become adults. Mm -hmm. Um, So when you're a child, if any of you have got children or brothers and sisters, uh, when you've seen them when they're young and they're they're running around or they're lying on your back, you'll see them breathe and expand through their belly. And that's the way we're meant to breathe as humans. Unfortunately, because we live a life in chairs, Mm -hmm. um, that isn't the most efficient way of breathing when you're sitting in a chair. So what usually happens is you start breathing through your chest. It's called apical breathing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And from that, you end up doing 10 to 20,000 reps 
of like shrugs mm. a day and that can cause issues um, it can create stress on the body release cortisol which can actually make you more stressed mm -hmm. and it can also create issues with your shoulders and your neck and it can give you headaches and all sorts of things mm. so the simplicity of just that adjustment that tweak can make a huge difference and in I the can way tell people how they can fix it just like that amazing amazing so, tell me about feet how important are feet? feet? So, so did you know about feet? What I know about feet mm -hmm. is what's the first thing, Omar, that touches the environment? So if feet aren't positioning themselves in the right place, what's mm -hmm. that going to do up the chain? Mm -hmm. So if someone says, oh, I've got back pain, I've got a, even a neck issue, a shoulder issue, the first thing I look at is their feet because it, whatever the structure of the foot does, it changes the whole skeletal system of the body. Mm -hmm. And something that you normally do is you point out the big toe. The big Why toe. do you point out the big toe? So the big toe is directly linked to the pelvic floor. Mm -hmm. So if your big toe doesn't work for some reason, good luck having an efficient core. Mm -hmm. And that is very, leading on to the next point. What do you know about hips? So hips are, they are a complicated but simple system. Mm -hmm. So our shoulders and our hips are very similar. Um, in terms of hips, if you, um, so everyone has different people from different parts of the world have a different hip structure. Mm -hmm. And so not everyone is built to squat. So what you have is you have a hip which is called a Bulgarian hip, mm -hmm. which people from the Eastern Bloc have and people from Asia and this sort of thing. And what it is, if I can keep it really, really simple, mm -hmm. is that the thigh bone is shallow in the hip socket mm -hmm. and there's not much restriction. So when you see these people, you see an Asian squat, you'll see whatever age they are, they've done no training, they can just drop to the floor. Mm -hmm. So when you go into the Olympics, who do you see winning the golds? All Eastern Bloc and Asians. Mm, interesting. Because, because they don't get injured with the weight on their backs or on their chests, um, because there's no restrictions from bone on bone, which means they train more consistently over time, which means they're more likely to become elite athletes. Mm, okay, and when it comes down to core, tell me something about core that we don't know. So what you don't know about the core is the core isn't just what you think. The core goes from your feet to your neck. So, and it's um, expressed itself in different ways. So um, when I sort of see people planking for a minute, doesn't not really how the core works. The core is a reflexive thing. It's meant to turn on and off. So if you see guys that um, that are big, big muscly guys and are sitting on machines pushing weights all day, they may show off their tight core and they'll have a really, really sort of strong back, mm. but they'll probably in the future end up with some form of back pain because they haven't learned to turn the core off. Mm. And the art of being an athlete is being able to turn the core and everything around it on and off at will. Mm. So, because we, we hear the term often engagement, core engagement, but really that, that starts from breathing and starting you know the exercise correctly what can you tell me about core engagement and how to activate the core so the first thing is you have to do is get your breathing right mm -hmm. if if you don't breathe um, from your diaphragm um, you are less likely for whatever you do to stick 
Mm. So that's the first thing. The second thing is your core is linked to everything else in the body. So you've got to get everything aligned, mm -hmm. like a stack of cards or whatever, like dominoes going up, your dominoes, reset dominoes, going up in a chain. So you have to, your core will come on. You won't, your core won't come on and then stay on if you just do planks all day. You've got to get your hips open. You've got to get your shoulders open. You've got to make your body st um, stack in the correct way and your core will come on automatically. What can you tell me about mobility? Last one before we take a break. Um, mobility, um, not as I said, not everyone's built to do everything. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it's the number one thing. You've, you move, you've got to move well before you move often. So if you move badly and then you put a weight on your back, things are going to pop and bust. Um, so you need to be able to squat appropriately before you reinforce that good movement by adding load. And that's something that you, that's why you do an assessment. That's why I do an assessment. And when you do an assessment, you normally put, actually, Matt put us through it and you, you see it in the footage. Um, you put us through the assessment and you kind of assess our fitness age. Yes. Okay, great. So what kind of tests do you do to assess our fitness age? So I um, this took me three years to create mm -hmm. and what it is it's um, it's 20 different tests and they are evidence-based and they give you, um, you, you they put you into categories which um, which are related to um, your rate of aging right so um, you do the base, you do the normal stuff, blood pressure, body fat, a thing called visceral fat, which is the internal fat, the bad fat that goes around your organs. But then, and they, they are the things that have the most impacts on your longevity. But then movement is another one. This, the, the, so the movement aspect of it is more about the quality of your life mm. rather than the length of your life. Right. So I do um, around about 10 different tests on the movement. And from that, I will create the program off that with the intention of getting you moving well and more usefully. Then I will start putting loads on it. Brilliant. Make sure you check out the YouTube, by the way, because he had us, he had us huffing and puffing in those tests, you know. <laughs> Myself and Gabby got put through the tests and the fitness agent was great. Okay, right. Coming up next, we're talking about hereditary genetics. Now, you me he mentioned in terms of where we're from might affect the way we perform. So make sure you stay tuned on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Thank you very much for connecting with us today. And thank you for everyone who's thrown in the messages, the comments, and... Uh, keeping me company on the Instagram live with Matt Co. He's in the building today, which is great. We're talking great things. The first segment, if you missed out, was the Did You Know segment. So don't worry. You can catch all our episodes on YouTube or even if you prefer a podcast. It's on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Angami. There you go. So we can't say we don't look after you. Right, Matt. 
A lot of the times. How did I get on in uh, section one? How, how did you get on section one? I thought you did pretty good. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I thought you did pretty good, but I think you're used to that. You're, you're okay. pretty good at most things. Um, the a lot of the times we talk about people, and sometimes they say it's down to genetics. Now, when we talk about hereditary, hereditary genetics, how much of a part does genetics play in achieving our goals? Well, I'm going to answer that simply. It depends. Mm-hmm. It depends on what the goal is. Okay. So, say you want to get to the Olympics as a rower. Yeah. There's a massive amount of genetics that is built into that. You have to have long limbs. Mm-hmm. So, you usually have to have your elbow. If you have your elbows down by the side, they have people now trying to check this. Standing up, you usually have to be about six foot three. You usually have to have, as a man, you usually have to have your elbow joint has to be below your belly button. Okay. Um, because you need long limbs. So they'll do an anatomical test. So so in the London 2012, when um, Loughborough um, started selecting youngsters, adolescents, mm-hmm. right? And they literally, as soon as they saw that, if they say they didn't have that, they just pushed them to one side. So it, as I've sort of said, it depends on, it depends. Mm. So, so if we're looking at things, for example, let me throw in a few things your way. So if we're looking at someone competing, um, let's say, to run, we always hear the stereotype of runners, like African, from African backgrounds are normally really good runners. Mm. Um, does genetics play a huge part in that? And is it strange to see someone from a different ethnicity competing at that kind of level? Well, not. it's very rare to have someone who's purely one ethnicity mm. nowadays. But um, So there's a very interesting book that everyone listening should read um, by a guy called Matthew Syed, and it's called Bounce. Okay. And it's, is talent overrated? Um, so um, shall I explain why the Jamaicans are so good? For yeah. Printing? Yeah. Um, this is a bit historical. Okay. So um, if you sort of think about it, in the 18th century, a lot of the West Coast um, of um, Africa, so mm-hmm. Nigeria, all this sort of area, the, the build of these people are a lot more muscular and more powerful. Yeah. And you've got to understand that the Americans then um, were heavily into the slave trade. Mm-hmm. So what they were doing, they were picking the cream of the crop, taking them to America, mm-hmm. and then the cream of the crop were interbreeding. And then, once the slave trade was abolished, a lot of them moved to the West Indies. So you can sort of see why you get a lot of the best sprinters coming out of Trinidad, Jamaica, Barbados, and all these sort of areas, and America itself. Interesting. Well, on this part of the world, normally, we link... Um, you know the way our bodies are shaped Middle Eastern let's say yes. and and performance the way we perform on genetics on um, you know what our ancestors have passed on yeah. how much of that is relevant and is there ways of breaking that stereotype yes there is ways and it's hard work but then again hard work doesn't always pay off because it also depends on how you train mm-hmm. and the quality of the um, competition around you. So you'll usually find that top athletes are usually all located in the same area. So say table tennis in the UK in the 80s. There was a guy called Desmond Douglas who took on the Chinese and he was um, a little coloured guy who was slightly autistic mm-hmm. and he, they were, the Chinese were like, why why is this guy got the reactions he has? And the reason why is because his street all played table tennis and because he wasn't very good at communicating, mm-hmm. he, um, he 
he would get friends by playing table tennis. So when he was at school, and this I'm coming back to the reaction bit. Yeah. The table tennis table was in a porter cabin, and the distance from the table to the wall was about three foot. So he was playing table tennis all day to get friends, mm. and he had he he couldn't get he couldn't stand back. So he had to move as quick. So his reactions got that good, and he was playing with lots of other people who were into table tennis and literally I think I think it's like four or five of those people in his street and it was in Birmingham either became world champions or Olympians wow. in table tennis so it depends on the environment you're in as well is it ever too late to try and, and, and fix you know bad habits when it comes down to movement of course it's not no so um People very easily jump to, I've got herniated discs, I've got to have surgery and this sort of stuff. Mm. Most disc issues and things like that can get fixed. Mm -hmm. um, most joint issues can get fixed. What you've got to do is you've got to sort of um, irrigate with the right stuff, the tissues around it, then you have to move better. Mm. And it takes effort as you get older. So when you're young, imagine you're like a green twig. So you're malleable and you can bend and you do anything you want. So you'll see when you go to a gym, so a lot of people who are in their 20s and that sort of stuff, doing amazing stuff um, because they don't know what injury feels like. Mm -hmm. But they may be doing the wrong thing. But um, if, say, it's a back, the back is like a coat hanger. Mm -hmm. So if you only have so many bends in a coat hanger before it breaks. Mm -hmm. So what they're doing is they're, they're using up their bank account of bends mm. in the stuff that they're doing with poor form. So they don't realize that until they suddenly hit 35, literally on their birthday, <laughs> or something like that, and suddenly something pops and the whole world changes mm. for them. Then they suddenly have to go, hold on, I've got to start thinking about what I do. Yeah. So, so yeah, so when you're young, you're like a green twig, but literally as you go through puberty, as you get older and older, you go more and more into a brown brittle twig. Mm. And what you have to do is you have to do things like foam rolling and moving well on a regular basis to try, try and irrigate the tissue to try, to try and stay youthful. Brilliant. Right. I promised you that it was going to be a good one. It's fun and full packed of information. We're going to take a break now, but we're going to be right back after that. And we're talking about frequency and vibration. So make sure you stay tuned on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Aduri on Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Aduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! <laughs> Sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Duri. I'm so happy that I've got one of uh, probably my only fitness mentor in the building. Matt Cole is here and I tried to get him. I'll tell you a little secret. I tried to get him on my 200th show, but obviously I got COVID. So I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't come to the studio and I couldn't get him in either. But now that he's here, I'm so happy that he's in the studio with me today. We spoke about, you know, the Did You Know segment, which was very interesting. He gave me a lot of nice, good pointers on different segments that would make you really scratch your head on the second we talk about genetics and now we're going to talk about something now i'm a firm believer of vibrations and energies and the way we you know we, we we conduct ourselves in our environments the underlying infrastructure of our world is based on frequency and vibrations matt how important is resetting your environment for short and long-term goals 
I wouldn't say goals. I'd say short and long-term happiness and health. Okay. That's the goal, right? Right. <laughs> if everyone. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, it's massive. Um, shall I explain a little about frequency? Yes, please. Okay. Yeah. So, um, our bodies, again, through our ancestry and through the Earth, we are grounded by the Earth. Mm -hmm. So, the Earth's core resonates a certain frequency, which we regenerate off. Our cells regenerate. So, you've heard of telomeres before. Mm -hmm. Telomeres are like the thing that mark your aging. So, so it's been proven that if you if you bathe yourself in these frequencies of the Earth, your telomeres um, get shorter. Um, less quickly because as the telomere gets shorter you, you that shows your aging mm -hmm. so in this world right now we are exposed to frequencies that are outside of the, the magnetic resonance the natural magnetic resonance the earth's core and and the earth's core's um, resonance is actually getting weaker mm -hmm. so the earth's core and we thrive in um, a frequency range around about 5 to 10 megahertz and then anything over that up to about 15 is okay but we don't get the sustenance we need mm -hmm. this is all right out there mm -hmm. so um how do we how do we live in this this magnetic resonance well the number one thing is you need to take your shoes off mm -hmm. and you need to walk on the planet not on concrete not on rubber not on this sort of stuff you need to go for a walk wherever you are and you need to walk on sand and you need to walk on on grass and you need to get your feet feeling the earth because that will ground you with the earth um, the second, one of the greatest places to get real sort of sustenance from it is standing by the ocean because water, moving water, resonates and gives away a, a massive frequent, a massive amount of a magnetic resonance. And so a, a place where I, if anyone sort of I've, I've had people who fell a bit down, I've said just go for a walk around a lake with a fountain yeah. barefoot or walk around Dubai fountains or something like that and just take it in and you'll find, and I'm not trying to put this in people's heads, you'll find you'll feel differently afterwards. Now the things that you want to stay away from, and this has been proven by plants, um, are things like electrical cables. Mm -hmm. So if you ever put a plant, or you put a group of plants, trees, near electrical cables, especially in, in, a, in a city, you'll see they won't grow. Mm. Because they are not getting the sustenance they need from the magnetic frequencies. Um, of the earth so um, yeah to, to try and keep it as simple as possible yeah they're massive and um, as much as possible if you can if you can get yourself around natural things so when people um, when people are in trauma what do they do where do they usually go if they have a stressful point in their life they've been told that they're, they're sick or they've had a bad relationship where where do they usually go where is it when there's real crisis where do people go I'm also asking you. What do you think? They go for a walk. They go out to to see water, just around go, water. So if they've got really bad news, mm -hmm. most people will either walk to the ocean mm. or they'll go to a forest. Mm. Where do you think the best, the most fruitful areas of magnetic resonance are? Your nature. Nature. Mm. It's called biophilia. Mm -hmm. It's some um, people need to spend more time in nature to get the sustenance from it. Absolutely. Well, that's, see, that's that's so interesting because a lot of the times when when people talk about uh, going for a walk, it does just as much mentally as it does physically for you. And especially with what you said about, you know, vibrations and energy. Do you have to have a clear mind to be able to feel that or do you feel that regardless? 
Me, myself? Yeah, in general, when, when people do go for walks and stuff like that. Well, when you go for walks, it's the number one thing that humans are meant to do. We've, mm. We're trekkers. We're nomads. We move across the whole world walking. Yeah. It's one foot in front of the other is the way what everyone should be doing. They yeah. don't have to do it at speed. They just have to walk. Yeah. And you will see that, that just that just moving this cross-chain pattern and just moving and breathing through your belly and walking around nature, taking your shoes off, that is the best psychiatrist on the planet. Mm, that sounds so interesting. Uh, um, now it's making me want to go for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's definitely something that I've, I've, I've looked into and, and we did we did the fitness test, uh, the fitness age test with you, myself yeah. and Gabby. Shout out to uh, Gabby and Super Mario who, who are in charge of all the stuff, the good stuff on YouTube and, and getting our videos out there. And... Um, what was really interesting is you were assessing so many different things. And I did say to people during the break on my Instagram live that if you are in the UAE um, and you follow Matt uh, after this, Train to Get Younger, uh, and, you, and you slide into his DMs and you message half time, he'll probably give you a free uh, assessment to tell you what your fitness age is, which is really interesting. Uh, what did you pick up from, from myself and Gabby when you were assessing us? If you didn't know us. Well, you came in with collapsed arches. Mm. So as a footballer, I would see you, um, you obviously train quite regularly um, and you do a lot of the right stuff, which is great. So, but if you didn't, I'd see that you, I would predict that you'll end up, um, if you didn't put orthotics in or you didn't strengthen your feet, you'd end with, with a lot of ankle or knee sprains. Yeah. Um, Gabby was naturally, and this is your genetics, your hereditary genetics, he was, he's got natu a naturally gifted bone structure to move well. Mm -hmm. So although he hasn't exercised much, he moved, he moved like a ballerina, a gymnast, not a ballerina. There, you like a gymnast. There, there, there you have it, Gabby. Hey. You move like a ballerina and a gymnast. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the background. But then when we put him on the bike, I realized he wasn't very fit. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he survived and he's here smiling at us now. It was very, very different color to when he was uh, doing the assessment, but it was great to kind of see him in, um, you know, and, and, and have him here with us. Uh, right, coming up next, we're, we're asking um, we're asking Matt a couple of questions how do we follow him what project is coming up and also I might give him a little mini fire round as well on the only place to be at 3 the Halftime Show on Pulse 95 this is the Halftime Show with Umar Paduri on Pulse 95 oh he loves the fire this is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Salam and welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Adori. Matt Cole is in the building today and I'm so glad he's sharing his knowledge and energy with us today on the Halftime Show on Pulse95 in the heart of Sharjah. If you're just tuning in and want to catch us at any time, remember you can catch us on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud and Angami if you like a podcast or even if you prefer a visual and want to see this guy's wonderful face, head over to the YouTube channel it's on Pulse95 Radio and he is there. We've got some great shows covering really important things like gut health, mental health and the way the brain plays such an integral role in the body. Right, Matt. Yes. It's that time where we put you through the fire round. Go on then. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Looking forward to it. <laughs> so, 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 Matt, you've got one word up to a sentence to answer. There are no wrong answers. Okay. It could be anything. It's just your opinion. You ready? Yes. No, yes. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Coffee. Okay. Just switching out the music. Um, why did a chicken cross the road? Because there was a tiger on the other side. Interesting. Veganism. Uh, overrated. If you could share a table with anyone dead or alive and you had two people to sit on the table with you, who would it be? Whoa. Yep. Um, Nikolai Tesla and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm, okay. Fittest athlete in the world, in your opinion? Fittest athlete in the world depends. A special forces soldier. Nice. Kettlebells. Probably the best bit of equipment on the planet. I knew he was going to say that. That's why I threw that his way. Mike Tyson or Muhammad Ali? Mike Tyson every day of the week. Nice. The Rock or Arnold Schwarzenegger? Um, Arnie. He's the Coca-Cola. Big- Rock's Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest nutrition myth? Biggest nutrition myth. Um, fat makes you fat. Ice therapy. Unbelievably amazing. Wim Hof. Unbelievably amazing guy. Dr. Perry Nicholson. You can't say unbelievably amazing guy. Dr. Perry Nicholson <laughs> is probably the guy I go to the most. He's he's out there and I like how they're people. People are pushing the boundaries. Excellent. Mike Boyle. Mike Boyle is a great guy of creating structure. That's why I see him as a mentor of. Excellent. Favorite cartoon? Droopy the dog. Messi or Ronaldo? That shows how old I am. (laughs) (laughs) Messi or Ronaldo? Uh, Ronaldo. He's just more effective. If you could play any sport that you haven't played before, what would it be? Um, If I could try again, I'd do UFC. Really? Okay. I don't think I'd be very good at it, but I'd have a go. Right. Favourite mixed martial arts, now that you said that? Favourite mixed martial arts would probably be judo. Mm, okay. Steven Seagal. Um, talk to martial artists about him rather than me. Mm, okay. <laughs> I, can, I like that answer, actually. I know why you said that. Uh, favorite cheat meal? Favorite cheat meal? Whoa. Just a packet of crisps. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the title Just of this Just stopping off at a service station and honing down a packet of crisps. Salt and vinegar or cheese and onion? Cheese and onion. Savory. <laughs> You said that with such passion as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, fitness age. Fitness age. Um, everyone should have a marker of where they're at. Mm. How do you reset? How do I reset? Mm. Um, exercise. Have you ever been starstruck? No. Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. Um, Favourite rugby player? Favourite rugby player? Um, you probably never heard of him. because I get, no, I'll go for someone more recent. I'll say Jonah Lomo as the usual. Oh, nice. Very nice. Um, now, you've been in the industry for a while. A long time. Mm-hmm. What's changed? Well, social media um, 
has changed the game. People that um, may have not invested in the knowledge, mm -hmm. invested in the social media aspect, mm -hmm. us being seen as specialists, which is sad. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of the time, they'll they'll be focusing on their work out of the day rather than yours. Yeah, um, that's interesting. <laughs> that's interesting. But, um, yeah, I think um, I think it's it's not just in fitness. Um, I think in in life in general, the expertise is being downplayed. You can see this in America right now, mm. um, and. Um, this is why you've got to share the love. If you've spent your life, and, it's, and you spend your life because you love learning and you want to help people, you've got to share the love. Hence, people like myself are trying to go on radio and starting to get the to get the knowledge bombs out there. You've definitely done a good job on that. And last but not least, your experience on the halftime show. Oh, I loved it. Really? Great. Yep, great. I'll come back <laughs> if you'll let me come back. Absolutely. Uh, before I let you go, actually, um, where do we follow you? So um, go on my Instagram page um, at Train to Get Younger, yep. and also if you want to um, message me, um, Matt at fitness-age.com. Mm -hmm. And because you've come on the show today, because you're doing this amazing fitness age assessment, which myself and Gabby were both part of, and you'll see that on the YouTube video when he puts it out there, and also on our social media, um, you're doing something for us today, and you're giving out assessments to all of our listeners on the show today. Yes, I'll keep you busy. So what they have to do is they have to follow you and they have to uh, send a message in your DM saying half time mm. and they'll get a, a fitness age assessment yeah. fantastic and that folks is full time on the half time show Matt thank you very much for taking the time out well, I've been trying to get you on here for a while and we've done it we've done it I know <laughs> we got it. in the car and did it <laughs> brilliant make sure guys you can uh, check out our YouTube the episodes are on there thanks to uh, Super Mario and Gabby who do a great job to get these shows ad and commercial free on the Pulse95 Radio YouTube. Fantastic. We are wrapping up here on uh, Pulse95 in the heart of Sharjah, but we're sending you love and great energy. Coming up next afternoon, Karak with Aisha Mazmi and Mikhail Hati. Have a great day, guys. Peace. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 3 p.m. 